Hi, I'm Fabian Coulthard. Hi everyone, welcome to Inside Supercars. Shane Van Gisbergen from the Red Bull Holden Racing Team here. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. It's Craig Vell and Tony Whitlock, uh, post Adelaide. Quite an extraordinary day today, Craig. Uh, uh, I'm sure you'll agree, you've got some figures there, I understand. Yeah, an unbelievable four-day crowd for the Adelaide 500, 206,000 people across the four days. Now, that's close to 100,000 short of, of the norm. Yeah, that's extraordinary. Um, well, you know, that can't be a reaction to the Holden uh, announcement of a week ago, but uh, boy, if, it, if it's uh, uh, an indication of what's to come this season, um, and Sean Seymour's got some questions to answer to the teams. Anyway, just um, very quickly, let's just have a look at it. Extraordinary thing, the two leading teams of the last uh, four years in DJR Team Penske and Triple Eight uh, made mistakes. And uh, extraordinary thing was that uh, <laughs> Penske's, uh, they uh, long-filled 17 and then Triple Eight short-filled number 97. Mm. But the interesting thing is that really the outcome of the race, that didn't decide it because it was unfortunately a rare failure on a triple eight car, a potential suspension failure that caused the man who had led for the most of the day, and particularly after a long fill in car 17, that that, that uh, suspension failure put uh, Shane Van Gisbergen out of the race, but which uh, is very sad. But we're in the situation now, <laughs> coming out of Adelaide, as has been the case for the last two years or since uh, Adelaide of 2018, Penske's leading and Scott McLaughlin leading the uh, point score, uh, as they've been doing for some time. It, it just status quo almost. Mm, indeed. Now, a couple of interesting stories before we speak with Scott McLaughlin, Tony. Yep. Jack Smith, uh, you'd, we'll perhaps talk about this a bit more <laughs> during the week, but Jack Smith is fined for not turning up at the driver's photo and then something must have gone completely wrong at Matstone Racing because Gary Jacobson and Zane Goddard have been fined for missing the national anthem. So that's uh, a couple of, you know, procedural errors going wrong, adding on to the uh, fact that there was stuff going wrong for teams on the racetrack, but uh, you normally wouldn't expect drivers to be missing the national anthem at the start of the race. You'd think they'd uh, uh, be across that one. Also interesting to see, talk about it more later in the week, is the fact that you could not qualify your car but still start mid-pack because of the Friday practice session. Yeah, there is an anomaly in there, certainly. But I, I think that the qualifying uh, system that they've brought up, particularly for something like Adelaide, works particularly well. Now, um, as you've raised in the past, this is going to be uh, so uh, amazing down at Simmons Plains because, uh, wow, what do we know happens down there? People balk other drivers and... Uh, that is so easy to do on a sub-minute uh, sub lap, isn't it? It's going to be good. It's just that you have the anomaly, much like when we saw in Adelaide. Uh, what was that? Oh, 2010, maybe, when they had the one qualifying session and it wasn't a progressive grid. It was the one qualifying yeah. session on Friday, set the grid for Saturday and for Sunday. That got changed almost immediately 
and it didn't happen again. Yeah. That's when we went to qualifying sessions for each race. Perhaps there will be a rethink that if you don't get your car out in Q2, you don't get the benefit of practice's uh, time. All right. Well, it's certainly been an interesting one. So uh, here we got uh, listening to the winner from uh, today's race and obviously the Adelaide 500 as well. Scotty McLaughlin, two times champion. Joining us on the line is Scott McLaughlin after taking out another Adelaide 500. It's the perfect way to start the year. And after an off-season like you've had, it's probably good to have some normality return to your life. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's great to get back in the in the Ford Mustang this weekend. Obviously, it's been a... Um, busy, uh, busy week and, um, and and busy month, but um, you know, thankfully uh, got through it okay. And um, now just being able to focus on the real stuff and, and feeling really good. So um, yeah, look, we'll push on and um, and try and just keep our consistency up all, all year because that's what's going to win us the championship for sure. This might be a hard question to answer because you didn't follow too many cars last year. But how have you found following a car this year? Is is the balance hugely different to what you've been experiencing in previous years? Um, oh, I think uh, it's definitely probably the same as um, how it was. It's uh, a little bit worse, but it, it's hard to say at a street track because this is obviously a lot of downforce and um, you know a lot of downforce and stuff that you know for all these all these cars that you know you got to follow cars. It's quite hard and all that sort of stuff. So, um, look, I think uh, it's hard to tell at the moment at this stage, especially on a hard tire. But I think um, I think yeah, it'll be interesting in the next few rounds. But I don't think it's got any better. That's for sure. Is it going to be a case of qualifying is going to become a real crapshoot? Because we saw in the course of today, Dave Reynolds didn't get a lap time really in his qualifying session, but he was still able to start from the, the back of the second qualifying session. Yeah, well, that's um, exactly like it. it is, but, you know, that's part of the new qualifying, you just do that. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, yeah, for sure, qualifying has always been important, but now uh, even more so. It's it is uh, going to be hugely important for you know, everyone um, going off the weekend with the dirty year and how it affects the cars. Certainly, it's, um, it's going to be big. Do you have to change your philosophy about the Friday Grand Prix? Well, yeah, absolutely. Now you've got to be in that 10. Like Ideally, it's not only just for position, but you know, basically guarantee yourself a top 16 regardless. But at the same time, it's, um, you know, you save a set of tyres and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, Ideally, that's probably going to be, you know, at a soft tyre race where you probably save the tyres more because of the degradation. But, um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's great. I think it's good for the sport, the, the, the Friday stuff, and makes it all exciting. But just hope, um, you know, the, the, the racing is, is not too hampered by, you know, the amount of downforce or, or, or where the downforce is placed on that car these days. Do you think that we're going to see a lot closer championship this year? Because I think even when we spoke after Adelaide last year, you didn't think you were going to get the ride you did. No, look, it's um, certainly, uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be a battle of consistency. Consistency is the one that's going to win you the championship. And you know, days and weekends like we just had, no, that's ideal. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's, I think it's going to be tight, it's, uh, especially with the Super Shock and, you know, stuff going on and all that sort of stuff. I think if that, 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 that's where it's going to close the whole field because no one's got that little advantage anymore. So, yeah, that, that's sort of where I'm at. It was going to be a change in your engineering this year. Did that go through? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Ludo's um, still, oh, he's still my engineer and Rich is on the radio as a data engineer. Rich, uh, obviously, tra- transitioning those, those roles. You know, Ludo won't do it forever, but, you know, there'll come a time where they'll probably need to... Um, you know, make um, make a change um, and whatever. So yeah, it's, it's 
very uh, it's, it's new for Rich, and um, yeah, I think he's learning off a great guy. All right, and finally, we must ask about the off season. You got married, obviously that's a highlight, but then you go and test an Indy car, which gets pretty close, I imagine. Yeah, no, no, it's um, yeah, certainly uh, yeah, that was an awesome opportunity and something I try to grab with both hands and soak everything up like a sponge. So, you know, obviously the news has come out that I'll be racing uh, the Indy GP in May, which is really cool. It's racing Indianapolis Speedway, although it's a road car. Um, just to be able to have a crack is very cool. So, um, yeah, look, excited. Um, yeah, good chance for me, but also I've got to make sure I keep my head in both worlds. Good job in both. Well, Scott, great to see speak to you here again on the show and look forward to seeing how the year rolls out. Hopefully it will be a close tussle right throughout. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Craig, overall an event, what do you think? Look, I thought it was a, it was a good event. It was mistake-driven. And uh, as I asked Scott there, because the feedback I've been getting is the cars aren't working aerodynamically nose to tail. It appears as though there might be a bit of wash that is stopping them from being able to race close and, well, pass each other probably more than race close because they certainly were following each other closely. That will be something that we'll have to see how it develops through the year. That's what I'm taking away from it. Yeah, interestingly, there's a standard thing where I think uh, six of uh, the last eight uh, Adelaide races have been won by a pole winner. Uh, that was certainly the case on Saturday and uh, Jamie Winkup um, you know he did show on Sunday that he could climb back up to I think it was fifth place or something like that but overall the uh, the balance seems pretty good between the Holden and the uh, Ford you'd have to say that it was a success in terms of the uh, first hit out with the new spec car and obviously there's going to be a lot of things happening in the next couple of years as we get ready for this uh, era of no Holden racing yep indeed All right, well, that's it for Inside Supercars today, and we'll be back tomorrow. Cheers for now. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more, or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.